not sure where Jeff the conspiracy theorist is, but if you believe in parallel universes, you're going to want to tune in today because we're living in one, pal. It's time to do a podcast. Welcome to Pop Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. So, oh, Sheriff Lamb, welcome. Thank you. I got to bring you two on as my hype men all the time. Oh, all you have on. to do is just go along. Just put your mask on. Mm-hmm. Just because I might not agree with it, that doesn't mean I lose my right to parent my kid. Leave the, leave the jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves. Nine officer is still working to keep his dog. The officer turned the dog over Tuesday morning. That was after talks to keep the dog fell apart as the officer leaves the department. The senior canine reportedly set to be reassigned with a new officer. First at four are Colton Molesky live now outside the police department. Colton. Just moments ago, I received a statement from the Bedford Heights Police Department on this issue. Part of that statement saying the department was caught off guard by Officer Ryan Ketzel's demand for more compensation for the care of that canine Bosco. In the statement, it's added the original goal understood by the department was to purchase Bosco for a dollar from the city. Now people across the Cleveland area are emotionally and financially invested in the reunion. It's no longer just the officer worried about losing his dog. You know, do whatever I can to hope that Bosco can stay with Ryan and his family. Trish Kilroy runs a group that raises money for canine gear. The first pup she donated a vest to was Bosco. She says an area breeder is offering a replacement pup. They have reached out and offered Bedford Heights a dog for free that they will personally train for free and the dog will have all certifications. A GoFundMe page has also raised nearly $12,000 to give the Bedford Heights Police Department to keep Bosco with his partner. It's a huge connection, a huge bond. It's big, they're 24 seven, they're with each other and you know, it's definitely a part of your family. It's more than just a partner, it's more than just a dog. As for the lawsuit filed over the additional costs, the department says Ketzel is asking for over $143,000. The department also notes all expenses for the dog are already covered. And I'll have much more on the statement from the Bedford Heights Police Department at 6. In Bedford Heights, Colton Molesky, 19 News. So let me tell you what's happening over in Bedford Heights real quick. Tell me why canines are in the news again, Jim. I'm old enough to remember... When you didn't know a police force had a canine unit until you heard paws to concrete, and it was so, too late. Well, no, you know what? It has nothing to do with the canines. It has everything to do with toxic leadership in no, police no, departments. Really? So we're going to get into that here in a minute. But let me tell you what's happening here with this lawsuit. And and we've we've got Ryan here with us. Um, but here's here's my take on these FLSA lawsuits. The federal government has mandated that these departments have to pay their handlers. I think it's twelve and a half hours now of uh, compensation. Now, some departments will give them 11-hour days or 7-hour days. You know, they'll give them off an hour early. Um, Some departments, like in North Ridgeville, will give us 12 hours a month of comp time um, that we can take his time off or we can take his pay. Uh, But they have to give you something. Fair Labor Standards Act. Fair Labor Standards Act. Now, that is not the department, uh, or that's not up to the department. That's not up to the handler. It's not that... It's not that Ryan um, is going after them for something he's not owed, 
right? Okay. Now, and also with the Fair Labor Standard Act, this is not something that Ryan can agree to give away. So when they're giving you a dog and they say, look, we're going to give you a dog, but you don't get anything else for it, and you say, okay, that's fair, I want a dog. Nope, doesn't work that way. He cannot give that away. Um, so what happens is a lot of the time these departments hold that over your head and you just go along to get along. Mm. But there comes a point where you start fucking with your guys and those chickens are coming home, buddy. Has this happened to anyone else you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> talking, talking to Ryan before we, we got going on this show, I could not understand how Mike Freeman was working in North Ridgeville and also in Bedford Heights. Turns out. <clears throat> different guy. Parallel universe, my oh. friend. <laughs> Parallel universe. They're probably fishing buddies. Huh? So we've got Ryan Katzel with us today. Ryan, I appreciate you being here. I know you're busy. You got a little bit going on in your life, I understand. Yeah, I've been uh, it's been very stressful to say the very the, the least. We've yeah. all been very stressful. I feel terrible for my really. It's been stressful. As, as soon as this story dropped, we just got message after message about you guys getting this guy on. Uh, you're going to talk about this, right? And I was just like, calm down, people. <laughs> right. It's three hours old, okay? <laughs> well, so what came first, the chicken or the egg here? Did the Fair Labor Standard Act lawsuit come first, or did you decide you were going to go to a neighboring department? Um, so that, that the neighboring department's been in the works for a while, and, um, you know, this department... I've wanted to work there pretty much my whole life. You know, my father was in law enforcement. His father was in law enforcement. Um, I admire this profession and, the, you know, put on the badge every day to the utmost, um, you know, respect. And it's, it's really depressing when you're in a department and you don't have that respect anymore. Um, so I, I started looking a while ago. Um, they have no shortage of officers that want to apply there. It's a great department. And then when they finally said, yeah, we're going to give you, a, you know, your conditional offer, that's when the stuff really started to, to hit the fan. And we had an agreement at first, and it really, uh, it broke down. Um, there's a lot of untruths on both sides. And, you know, I really, I really don't want to get into the semantics of the, the lawsuit, but I was really backed into a corner, and I had no choice at that point in time. Yeah, and I don't think we should talk at all about the lawsuit. Um, mm -hmm. We will opine on the lawsuit. I think you should probably stay out of it, though, since this is yeah. uh, this is an active lawsuit with you. I don't want you to say anything that is going to end up hurting you later on in this thing. Um, yeah. So you've had uh, you've had Bosco, which is near and dear to my heart. That was my first dog. Uh, I, I love him. He was the worst dog I had. He was, he was just, <laughs> and everyone's got to have a ranking, he, right? He, he was a goof. He was just a goof. But you know what? He was he was. He was the nicest dog I had. But anyway, so you've got Bosco. Bosco has been with you for five years. He's seven years old. Now, when it comes to working dog life, you're, that is the start of retirement, right? Right at seven, maybe summer at eight, maybe summer at nine. But every that's, now that's and then, a slowdown period. Yep, every now and then you get one that goes to 10. Usually those dogs that are at 10 should have retired at about eight. They're like legacy. They're walking around like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you're picking them up, putting them back in the car after every, you know, the dogs are, they're old. Yeah, man. I mean, but... Uh, so this dog could easily retire right now at seven. Um, and when you decide to leave the department, um, typically what happens, state law says that the city has to offer them to you for a dollar first um, before they do anything else with them. Give the city a dollar, which I still haven't gotten my dollar back from the city of North Ridgeville yet. Hashtag Kevin Corcoran. Um, so 
<laughs> Sorry. It just pisses me off. So <clears throat> you had an agreement with them that you were going to buy Bosco for a dollar, right? He's been with your family. You got, what, two kids? Is that right? Yeah, I'm, uh, I have a 14-year-old daughter and a 12-year-old son. All right. So, so they've been with Bosco since they've been five or six. And you were going to buy him for a dollar, and he was mm-hmm. going to come, and he was just going to live out his, his days with the only family he really knows, right? That was, the, that was the original agreement. Yep. Yes. And then w- w- what happened? Because I understand now they've decided to take a seven-year-old dog and give him to somebody else to retrain him. Yeah, and I mean, that, that's what breaks my heart. And if I start to think about it, I start to get upset. Because I, sure, they, they could probably find a vet to say, you know, he has two years left. But it, it, I, he needs to spend his senior years with me, and he needs to, you know, come home. It's not fair to him. It's not fair to the new handler either because they're going to get a dog. And, I mean, you know the amount of work that goes in this canine program and stuff and you're going to get a dog and you're going to have one two maybe three years with him and then you're going to have to retire him again well you You know know, the biggest thing to me too with that is being a canine handler is a learning experience you get a new dog and you guys learn together how to be how to be a team okay you're going to bring a brand new handler in who does not understand how to be a handler and put him with a dog that understands how to be a police dog now is it going to work is he going to listen to him when he tells him to sit probably is he going to listen to him when he tells him to, you know, do a drug search on a car? Probably. But, but when all hell breaks loose. But you don't want to have a situation like you had in Circleville. Where right, right, right. <laughs> when all hell breaks loose, you're going to have a dog that knows what he's doing and a handler has no idea. And more than that, and I don't expect Ryan to, to chime in on this, I can tell you right now that if there was a guy on my department that stood up and took that dog from me, buddy, buddy, there better not be one guy in line to take this dog. I could tell Bedford Heights PD. If you are listening to this, I am telling you right now, there better not be one guy who stands up and says, I'll take that dog, man, that I'm telling you, I'm starting to sweat right now thinking about that. And I, I noticed that a lot too. Just if you start talking about the comments that are left on the Facebook pages, if you start talking about, <clears throat> the conversations you're having with people it's 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 dogs and it's kids if you mess with dogs and kids it sure. gets people riled up oh yeah no no like, for I'm, sure. ha- I'm having conversations in my bank with like my teller who is upset about this and is like this is not right you couldn't you couldn't tell her anything you couldn't you couldn't give her any words of uh, to say this dog needs she's like uh uh-uh. well, nope he so- needs that dog that dog needs him um I was at my 25th class reunion last night, and it was a topic of conversation on the patio. Yo, and, and dog, a doubt. And, and dog people now, are... Now, Ryan, are, why yeah. happy cops don't leave their departments? So why are you looking at leaving? What's so bad there? I mean, I've been very unhappy there for a while. Um, I wouldn't have looked elsewhere if I did, and it's just we have very toxic leadership at the top. And <gasps> What? Is that, a, is that an epidemic? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a virus? Should we all be wearing masks? I don't know what is going on. This appears to be every police chief in North, Northeast Ohio should apparently be wearing a mask right now because it is going around, my friends. It's viral. You know what gets me? When you talk about toxic leadership, and you're, Bedford Heights is not a big city, right? I mean, you guys are you 
I don't know what your population. What what's your uh, so the population is around ten thousand, but what's your? Yeah, ten thousand residents with four point five square miles. Big. All right. So no, we're a smaller city. You're a smaller city, but that's ten thousand yeah. people crammed into four four square miles. That's that's yeah. quite a bit. So your density is big. Mm-hmm. Um, how's crime? Seems like the people. Oh. Seems like the people love the department for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I, I the residents there are great. They support us. It's you know. It's a great community to work in. I've been there 12 years and, you know, the officers there and, you know, my, my management there has been, they've become family to me. You know, this is, it's been really hard. It it really has. Ask me how I know. Um, (laughs) So your chief Murata, um, how long has he been there? Uh, I was actually one of his first hires when he became chief and I've been there about 12 years. So another mm, chief at the twelve-year mark is now toxic. I, <laughs> I'm starting to put, I'm starting to put two and two together here, Daniel. The other guy I got hired with, there was two of us. He he uh, since left. So there's there's been a very high turnover rate. The guy I got hired with is he's seek deployment elsewhere. Well, clearly the mayor over there must recognize the problem, right? He must be trying to fix this. <laughs> okay. Uh, noted. <laughs> Duly noted. You, sir, can fuck right off. Uh, okay. Well, and that seems to be the problem. Now, what gets me and what is incredible to me is that this day and age where you have 20 people showing up to take a test, you know, for these police departments, where you have all the external stressors. Your department should be that safe haven, right? This chief should be doing everything he can to make his guys happy so that he doesn't have to give a test where 15 or 20 people show up and he has to take the top of the bottom. You know, I mean, people that he would never hire 10 years ago now are getting jobs. And, And we've all seen it in every department. You see a guy that gets released off FTO and everybody's just shaking their head like, what the fuck, man? This guy's an idiot. You know, he does not need to be the police, but we have no choice. Better myself. Yeah. I mean, I see it in the, in the, uh, in, in the industry I'm in as well. When you just have no choice. Yeah. You have to get bodies on the road. So to have these chiefs that are just toxic like this and are just like, hey, see you later. You know what? We'll give another test. Well, you're giving up a 12-year guy who clearly is not all laid up, right? You gave him a dog. I mean, this guy is clearly not not a disaster, and you're willing to let him go to hire a disaster. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't, man. Uh, I'm sorry, Ryan. I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. I just the other guys too. We all we we all talk about it and how it's toxic there, but everyone's afraid, and I, I've been afraid too for many years. We're we're afraid of retribution. I mean, we all have homes, we all have families to take care of, and we feel like we can't stand up. I mean, there's many times during this process that I've wanted to give up, but you know, with the love of my family and my children, my mom and my dad, you know, I, I, I've been able to, to stand up, but there's plenty of times where I said, you know, I'm just, I'm going to give up. This and, is, and you're vested though. That's just it. You are giving up so much to walk away from this profession. You're giving up yeah. so much to just walk away so much uncertainty, throwing your family into turmoil. And it, it, it is, it, it's not worth it. But then, then you have the departments that come along that are like, hey, come on over. And for me, it was North Olmstead, and I regret nothing. And what I can tell you is that this is a hard transition, 
But when you get in to, and I understand leadership's about to turn over where you're going, um, and it appears that it is, uh, it's going to continue on being a great department. Um, when you get somewhere where, where a department appreciates you, man, the stress that comes off of you. I was just in Asheville, North Carolina for a week, and for the first time in probably 15 years, I really, I had that itch on the last day I was there. I was like, I need to get back to work. Wow. I could not wait to get back to work again. Wow. First time in 15 years. Normally, I'm like, all right, how can I hurt myself yep. so that I can be off for yep. another 10 to 12 weeks? <laughs> but you were still super consistent because last year you ignored me the whole time you were down there. And then this year I got... I don't have any cell service. One, I got one video came through. You were rubbing in some some fun things you were doing right. without without me on the show. I was like, look at you. Well, I'll, what I'm saying to you, Ryan, is you are making the right decision here, man. I mean, for your mental health alone, to go from 12 years... I went 30 years. I was a senior guy in my department, and I went to the bottom of the barrel, man. I am the low guy, and I couldn't be happier. Could well, not be happier. Speaks volumes. Dude, and you are going to be the same. You are not going, there was not even, I thought there would be a week or two or, you know, however long I was going to be there and be sad and like, God, did I make the right decision? I should have never left. Never happened. From day one, I was welcomed there with just open arms and uh, the leadership was, it, it is just incredible. And Well, I bet you they were super happy to get like a competent individual too, right? They're like, no matter how much more time you have left, Right. Glad you're here, bud. Well, no, and that's that's exactly right. And that's that's one of the things they said when they brought me in was, look, we'd rather have four years with you than, you know, than than a new 25 here. years with some guy who doesn't need to be here. So, I mean, do not, I'm telling you, I know it's hard to worry, uh, not to worry about, <sighs> buddy. And I got family in that, in that city that he's going to, and I'm glad that they're going to get a, a good cop. You are going to make, you are making the right decision. You are not going to regret anything ever. Ever. So anyway, getting back to Bedford Heights. Um, and we're going to talk about Bosco a little bit more here, but let's talk about your chief for a minute. Um, I want to go through, and I'll tell you what, just stop me um, when I say something that does not apply to him. All right? I don't want okay. you I, – I, hey, I'll do the talking. Okay. All I want you to do, Ryan, is interrupt me, stop me when um, if I say something inaccurate. that does not apply to him. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you the five signs of narcissistic disorder, of the uh, narcissistic personality disorder. All right. So one, an exaggerated sense of self-importance. Uh, now, speaking from mine, I can tell you that that is absolutely true. Um, exaggerated sense of self-importance. Number two, a constant need for attention and admiration. Are you talking about me, bitch? Worked hard to get, <laughs> worked hard to, get to where I am, man. You respect me. Number three, the tendency to monopolize conversations. Mm. Hmm. I don't know if you heard me. Stop me when I get to something that doesn't apply. Um, number four, a lack of regard for other people's feelings and needs. Mm. Number five, difficulty receiving criticism and regulating behavior. Oh, well, I can handle that. You know what? Hold on. I think I might have muted Ryan. Yeah, no, no, he, he looks like he's... No, I might have muted him because he, he, he never, oh, he never stopped me. So, no? no? Anyway, those are, uh, it's under a, uh, from Medical News Today, it's under an article called, Am I a Narcissist? How to Tell. So I will forward that over to your chief. Um, and I'm not saying, uh, no, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying a little self-reflection. Maybe he could read this and be like, no, I'm not. Okay, well, now you know. 
Or he could read this and be like, son of a bitch. I'm a narcissist. So, anyway, I'm assuming that a lot of those fit your chief, um, which is why you left. Um, your chief's immediate reaction was retaliation. Um, was to take your dog. His immediate reaction was going to be, how can I hurt Ryan? How can I hurt Ryan now for what he is doing to me? Because nothing is to the city, right? When you're dealing with these toxic chiefs, there is nothing you do. Like Ryan is going after what is legally owed to him, all right? You file a grievance, that is all personal, right? This FLSA lawsuit, that's personal. You're attacking the chief. Everybody's out to get him. Has nothing to do with business. Has nothing to do with the fact that you just want to go and, and, and get what's What's owed to you. Owed to you, right? What is, you know, violating the contract. I have certain rights that are owed to me. This money is owed to me. No, it's all an attack on the chief. So he turns around, he retaliates. How quick after you told him that you were leaving did you lose Bosco? No, it it was that day. Well, well, he must have talked to somebody, right? Did he talk to the vet? Did he talk to the vet to find out what the dog's health was? No. Did Did he talk to the canine supervisor? I, I'm I'm not aware of any of that. Did he talk um, to I you? No. Uh, no. He Did he just, come out and watch the dog work? No. It's huh. weird. No. Nope. <laughs> so he unilaterally just decided that you weren't going to get this dog. And at first, if I understand this right, too, he said, I don't want the dog, but you can't have the dog either. Wow. So, Is that about how it went at first? At, no, at first he said, um... I can have the dog and he doesn't want him 100% the truth. And then, um, and that was, that was, that was verbal. That's not, that's not written. That's not an email. That's, that's just verbal. Yes. It was, uh, verbal on my cell phone Mm -hmm. Hmm. at home on my personal residence, verbal on my cell phone. So you guys were under the understanding you were going to give him a dollar. You were going to get the dog. He's going to come home and live with you. Correct. Yeah. He said, we'll work something out. You can have the dog. Um, We don't want the dog. Why would he want the dog? The dog's old, you know? Yeah. I mean, the dog's getting near retirement. So then what changed? Um, It just, when I, I was on vacation that week and it was really hard to vacation. We went to Pigeon Forge with my son. He plays travel baseball. um, When I came back then, and that's my first day back at work. He hasn't worked since July 2nd, Bosco. So it's going on a month since yeah. he's worked, been the training, done anything. Oh, wow. um, so when I came back, then we had a conversation. He called me back in, and then stuff just started going downhill from there. Um, there was talks of charging me gas and maintenance for the vehicle I was assigned. And um, basically, that's when I was back in the corner. You had never had to pay mileage or anything on your car before? No. And no canine has ever done that. But then all of a sudden, now that you're leaving and and this is hitting the news, all of a sudden now they're like, you know what? Actually, you owe us $4,972 in back pay on your car. And I made those numbers. It was actually close to, I think I I could quote on $10,000. What? I was making that up. That is absolute insanity. Just take it out of the the GoFundMe. it's It's absurd. Definitely. He he was going to charge you back pay for for all the times you drove back and forth to work with a city owned dog. Yeah, it wasn't um <laughs> <What>? his words. <laughs> it wasn't in the FLSA that I had to be um that 
I was assigned a car. Nothing in the FLSA applies to the car, the maintenance, the gas. <laughs> this guy was like, dude. He, this guy was like, Freeman ain't got shit on me. No, nah, you know what? And that's just it. That's what happens with these Chiefs, right? They start getting back to another corner. So now they're like, now they're sitting there and they're spitballing, man. They're just like. What can I do? What yeah, can I do? Yeah, they're throwing things against the wall. They're like, is this one going to stick? Because that's what they did with me. They went through three or four different things about reasons why they took the dog away once we started making a big deal about this. And, and normal human beings would would sit back and go, man, if I would have known this is how it was going to be, I would have done something different. And I feel like in your situation, in this situation, these guys are doubling down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's, again, we're talking about narcissistic behavior, right? You are not going to criticize them, and you are not going to stand up against them. They are right. They are the smartest guys in the room, and I'm the chief. You're not going to tell me how to run my department, and how dare you stand up. I need to make an example out of you so nobody else does it. That's how they work, man. I'm telling you. Um, and I don't expect Ryan, Ryan, uh, like I said, go ahead and stop me if I ever say anything that's wrong. Um, I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, man. so we're still on the same page. <laughs> My man. We're still on the same page. But that is exactly how they work, man. So this is unbelievable. I didn't even know about that. And I threw that 4,000 number out just being funny, like they were going to charge you back pay. I know, I, and you're not funny. I'm not because it's, I, I'm actually $6,000 less than the chief wanted. That is crazy. You actually take might might be taking number one. Wow! You might be taking the lead in toxic chiefs because mine never came. Well, in fairness though, they make us pay mileage. Right. We, we have to take our cars home, and they make us pay mileage. So, well, maybe we'll put an email out to the chief and see if he wants to defend his position on the show. <laughs> I would love to have him in here. God, they have to put metal detectors at the door though. <clears throat> All right, so. He tells you that you've got to pay $10,000. Now, was this, was this one of those, hey, look, you owe me $10,000 for the car. If you drop this lawsuit, we'll just call it even. Is that kind of the feeling you got? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at that, at that point, I didn't know. Yeah, at that point, I didn't know where it was going. I'm like, you know, I didn't know what they were going to do. Am I going to get a bill tomorrow? You know, are they going to come to my house and take take the dog? Are they going to charge me with theft for not, you know, not returning the dog? What What's going to happen here? So I, I just really felt like I was back in the corner and I needed to, you know, I, the last thing I want to do is do a lawsuit against the city, you know, but I felt like I had to. I was back in the corner. Well, you know what? What has the city done for you up to this point to help you? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Then why feel bad? I mean, it's not yeah. like, it's not like they're working for you. It's not like they're, it's not like the mayor's stepping up like this, this is absolutely not going to stand. We're going to give yeah. him the dog back. No, where's the mayor been? Probably in a bunker yeah. somewhere. Right. Right. Yeah. His, his secretary saying, ah, he's not available every time the nah. media calls. Nope. Well, his car's out there. Nah, I don't know. Let, let me check his office. Nope. Not back there. Yeah. I don't know where he is. Meanwhile, the mayor's in there like, shh. Well, I know some people here. may be looking at it at the point and saying, well, you know, this guy's greedy or, or something like that. But they, they just all I can say is they don't know the whole picture and what I've been through. They just they don't they don't understand if the if the whole truth ever comes out, people will be like, wow. All right. Oh. So tell you what, I will give you when you start talking, we will not interrupt you. You give us your truth. As much as you feel comfortable giving us right now, lay this out, man. Let people know what you've been going through, that you're not just some guy that's like, hey, I can make a quick $143,000. All 
right? Yeah, it's not. There is more to it. This is years in the making. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just the way other guys have been treated in my in my place and seeing, you know, white life's ruined and guys leave and, you know, when's it, when's it going to come to an end? You know, when's, when's someone going to finally stand up and say enough's enough, you know, we, something has to be done here. And I know my lawyer released a statement and who is your lawyer? Shannon Dreyer. All right. Who, who represents you guys at the department? Are you OPBA or are you FOP? No, or? we're uh, FOP. FOP. So is it Lucy? No, we, I have uh, Joe Mando. Okay. So is he handling the FLSA aspect of this or is he just handling Bosco or is he even I involved? Um, I haven't been very happy with uh, his representation Fair. at all. Well, we went to yeah. OPBA. Um, and we had Brian Holb who was representing us. He's since left OPBA, which is absolutely sad to me. Um, but I have probably from toxic leadership. Well, I have a feeling that Brian Holb probably the way that he went after our city, um, with a fuck around and find out attitude. I have a feeling that he probably deals with just about everybody in his life that way. Like, like Brian is not one to be trifled with. And I have a feeling that that probably didn't sit well with, with leadership over at OPBA. Um, I could tell you this, that Brian Holb would be my first call if I ever had a problem. Um, was it, you said Ryan? Brian. Brian okay. Holb, H-O-L-B. I don't know what he's okay. doing now. Uh, he was working uh, for OPBA. Um, when it comes to labor issues, man, I tell you right now, the guy is a bulldog. Absolute bulldog. Hmm. Um, so anyway... Didn't mean to uh, to get in no, the way no, there. He said he wouldn't. He said he wouldn't interrupt you. Well, you know, things <laughs> things come up. You know what? No, I mean, you know is, what? While he's my, welcome to my life. While he's talking, the bourbon is whispering in my ear. Is like you need to tell him what you feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is what I think we should touch on. Um, not only are we going to get to how the public feels about it, and we'll read a couple. Well, of hold other on though, because I did interrupt him. Are there some specific sir, some? Specific. That's your worst word. Like Joe Biden. <laughs> um, are there specific um, instances you can think of that led you to this point, right? Like everybody who leaves always has one, two, or three things that you look back on. You're like, I should have fucking done something then. But you didn't. You were just going to let it go because you know how it is, right? Your chief, it, it, it's, it's an abuser. It is a typical abuser cycle, right? He's mean. Mm-hmm. He assaults you, you, you take it, you bitch about it. He apologizes, brings you flour and candy, and then everything's great. And then it builds and builds and builds. And if it's like North Ridgeville, you can see it coming, right? You go in there at shift change and he's walking around looking for a fight and you're like, Oh, here we go. I hope I can get out of here before it's me. And then you leave and then you come back later in the day and you're like, Oh my God, did you hear what happened between Joe and the chief? And you're like, Oh shit, I knew it was coming today. So, um, I mean, are there things that you could, so people that are listening now is how can you explain to them in three minutes, five minutes, how bad it was there? So I have one big incident there that really pushed me over the edge. And, you know, I'm still kind of like the fearful to talk. I still fearful of, you know, retaliation. I'm still working there. I haven't got the other job yet. But there's a, an incident. We had a guy who was working an off-duty security job and at one of our problem bars in our city. And he 
working in the capacity of the city. He's working off duty. Someone comes up to him and said, hey, there's a guy with a gun in the bar. They end up getting in a fight with this guy. This officer gets in a fight with this guy, and they're struggling over the, the gun. At one point, he told me the gun was pointed, pointed directly at him as they're fighting over this gun. Well, security ends up coming over. They end up getting this um, um, guy into custody, and the officer ends up breaking a bone in his foot. Well, they um, punished him for that. They they said he was he he shouldn't have, he they don't want to cover him for workers comp. They didn't stand up for him at all. They canceled all our side jobs. We've been without side jobs in that city for two and a half years. But it was a department yeah. sanctioned side job. Yes, you signed up yes. for it on the board. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and they did not stand up for him one bit. And I really, I, 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 it took me aback, and I said, "Wow, what if that was me or some?" They're not gonna. They're not gonna have my back. I, I can't work here anymore like this. They're not. You know, th- this guy did everything right. What was he supposed to do? Was he supposed to be derelict in his duty? You know, walk away and tell his guy the gun. I can't do anything. What if I get hurt? I'm just gonna walk away. I mean, that that instance is really pushing me over what did the they, edge. What did they? What was the discipline on this guy? What did they say he did wrong? He didn't get disciplined, but so they didn't want to. They said. They didn't want to cover him for the workers' comp, and um, they said the bar has to cover you. Well, the bar said no, and uh, there ended up being a discussion. They ended up ultimately having to cover him under workers' comp. He, he so, so he was working in Bedford Heights, correct? Yes, in a Bedford Heights police uniform. In the capacity of a Bedford Heights police officer yes. on a department-sanctioned side job. Yes, and they said so you were working for the bar nah. that night, and now their workers' comp's going to cover you. Well, then he should have been wearing a black security T-shirt. Is what he should have been yes. wearing. If right? that was the yeah. case, right? Jesus. But God. that was the first time you realized. Oh, he doesn't have our. Well, and everybody the first time. Well, no, but that like, was like yeah, the the biggest. Yeah, the, everybody yeah, has the that story, right? I mean, mine was twenty twenty, and I read that thing on my on my. So I tried to burn the whole place down. Um, I went live on the day that I left there. Um, I left um, June 14th was my, and it was either the 14th or the 15th. That was my final day there. And I went live on Facebook and I just let it out, man. I told them everything. Things like our radios, radio system they went to is not working in the schools. And, uh, you know, they knew it going into it. And still here we are a year, two years later, it's still not working in the schools. Um, Lack of training. I mean, I just, I laid it out, right? Um, But there is always everybody who leaves has one thing and mine was at 2020 when i when i read that complaint and in 2020 when i went toe-to-toe with the chief in the squad room over some bullshit where he started treating me like an asshole that was it at that point the wheels were set in motion for me mm-hmm. and there was no coming back they lost their last cheerleader you know he treated his last good employee uh bad um and i'm not saying there's not good employees there now there are but he for me I was, that was it. That was my line, right? I was a good employee. I was doing what I was supposed to be you doing. You got a lot of respect and from the you guys. you treated me mm-hmm. like this, I'm out. That's when I started a LinkedIn profile. That's when I started looking for other jobs. And then North Olmstead came along, said, hey, finish out with us. And I was like, bro. Now, I was in the same position as you are. You're worried about talking about it now because you don't actually, you have not been given the conditional offer yet. Um, and that's a scary place to be. And I had told these guys, I'm like, if I don't get this job in North Olmstead, I have burned this bridge. Like, and the difference in me and you is that I'm already in drop. So worst case scenario for me, 
If you, I didn't get hired by North Olmstead, lo- I got to give up four years of drop and I just retire. You just lose a little money in the back end. Correct. Well, probably a lot of money. Correct. <laughs> but Ryan, a lot of money, dude. <laughs> yeah. You make all your money in the last couple of years. Sure. But Ryan is in a different place because he's only got 12 years on. He's halfway. He's not eligible to retire yet. He's not eligible for drop. He's not. Right. So. Um, yeah, it's a scary position to be in, really. It is. It oh, is. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, listen, you'll probably get the job there. And I don't, I don't want to muddy the waters. North Olmstead's opening laterals in probably a month. What? Um, so reach out to me. Uh, we would love to have you. Um, yeah. So anyway. So what I wanted to say before you interrupted him again. No. <laughs> We're going to have to um, send this out to be edited because you're a dick. What, um, you've said it before. Uh, they, yep. ben- they, benched, they benched Leo. And it affected him. Well, it killed him. Oh, so my, (laughs) Jesus Christ. It killed him. So my dog had kidney issues and, um, I knew all along that kidney failure would eventually get him. Um, our vet out here, Northview Animal Clinic was great. They donate all their services to working canines. So his food, uh, which was a couple hundred bucks a month, his, you know, uh, fluids I had to give him was a couple hundred bucks a month. I mean, just the care a couple hundred bucks a month, but they were keeping him going. You know, he was losing weight, but he was doing great. Chief chief retires him for six weeks. And at that point, he's not a working canine anymore. So I wouldn't go to Northview and say, Hey, look, and I get this for free. This is not who I am. So what I tried to do was ration out. I'm rehashing all this, but anyway, I tried to ration out everything I had, food, medical supplies. And I figured I could just get him through until he got reinstated. Then I can get him back. Once they put him back on the road, I went straight back to the vet. I got everything going again, but it was too late. The damage had been done over those six weeks. Nobody will ever tell me that chief police here did not kill Leo, um, or at least expedite it by expedite months. Expedite it for sure. By months. And, but that's what I'm worried about with Bosco, right? Bosco's a seven-year-old dog, and he's got a month off now. Maybe that's a good vacation. If that was a three-year-old dog, maybe it was just good to get a little rest, and then it would come Well, does back. Bosco have health problems? So... He just recently. I mean, um, they all do. By went, I, I go to Northview too. He just recently went there and he had like a full physical there, and um, they said he has um, arthritis in his spine okay. and his lung capacity starting to deteriorate. Look, that's all normal. That's a seven, he's seven. Yeah. right? He's seven. Yeah. So yeah. nothing, he's, nothing huge. Nothing just huge. He's not even pounds. Yeah, they're like the, the vet said. Um, he's like, listen, you know this this dog's ninety nine pounds. He's like you know, nine or 10 years is his life expectancy. Sure. All right. So that was my question. So he's got arthritis. So that's going to be about the worst, right? I mean, they they have him off for a month. Now his joints are going to get stiff. The first training day, he's going to be, I'll tell you what, the next day he is going to be limping around. You're going to be like, (laughs) oh my God, he's dying. Right. But he'll, he'll get through it. But the, the problem is that you go a month with these dogs without training and they are hot, bro. Like minimum force. Are, Are you minimum force bark and hold? What are you? Um, so you mean where he came from? Well, what's your training? Are you a minimum oh, oh, force yeah, yeah. dog? He's, Are you bite yeah, and hold? He, uh, he, uh, he holds. He's okay. bark and hold. He's yeah. bark and hold. Yeah. So good luck with that on your first training <laughs> day back, right? First training day back after a month, you're like, 
Oran, the dog goes running after him and just never fucking veers off, dude. He is like a missile. The decoy is standing there totally still, and the dog hits him at about 46 miles an hour, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, but that is the problem. I mean, you can't go a month with no training with these dogs and expect them to be clean on the road. You know what you get? You get Circleville. That's what you get. Right, you get a dog where the guy's trying to recall the dog. I actually I don't know if he's trying to recall him, but you send the dog, and their dog's like, Phew. yeah, he's off mm-hmm. the leash, guns free, boys, guns free. It's nails on concrete, <laughs> baby. exactly. Oh, so yeah, I mean that, and that is now you're going to take a dog who is going to be hot, and you're going to give him a new handler. I cannot even imagine this handler is going to be like, I don't know what to do. Kapow! Yeah. Sounds a lot like liability. Yeah, well, it's going to be huge liability. <laughs> Um, but I'm concerned for, for the pup and everyone else should yeah. be because, because it's been a month now. Who's to say it's not going to be two, three months. And then where do you, you know, where do you draw the line? Well, like yeah. I said, it, oh, it yeah. better not be, there better not be a guy in Bedford Heights that stands up because there is, I'm going to do another show. I'm going to do another <laughs> show on the guy that took this dog from Ryan. I can tell you that right now. I'm going to be requested public records. I am going to be requested disciplinary. I'm going to be, yeah, I think I'm joking. I will Fucking, I will burn that place down, dude. Fafo. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. I will be standing in line at Bedford Heights City Hall. I need all of the training records on. Yeah. Jesus. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I hope the dog's in good hands. I hope whoever does have that dog is at least letting it get some exercise or something. uh, can't let him sit. Does the chief care about... the public outrage here so far. I mean, I, I just don't, don't see it. No, I don't think, I don't think he does because there's been so much. I just, I just don't think they care at this point. They're like, I think they're hoping. And I've heard him say this many times, weather the storm, let it all blow over, let the dust settle. And, you know, this will and be I guess that's part memory. of the reason we want to have you on here because we do not yeah. want the dust to settle, right? Yeah. We want the dust to start settling and the next storm blows in, right? So yeah. let's go through a couple of these uh, comments here. Now on Facebook, it's hard to find the Google reviews on Bedford Heights. Now Bedford Heights by all, uh, by all means seems to be a very nice community, right? When you go on, um, um, I can't remember. Like that's not next door. It's a uh, uh, anyway. It's one of these cities. Uh, the you know that rate the cities like a glass door. No, no, it's it's one of these sites where they go on. They rate the cities. Um, Bedford Heights has nothing but five star, four star, and three star reviews. And the three star reviews even aren't that bad. They're like, yeah, the cops could be more visible, but it's a pretty nice place to live, right? Okay. Five star reviews are like, I love this place. Uh, it's a utopia. Everybody loves it. Uh, crime, crime seems to be a problem in some of the parts, but it looks like the police department has a pretty good handle on keeping things, uh, keeping things down. Um, so I go on the Bedford Heights police department, Facebook page, and they have eight reviews. And if you go through here now, what <laughs> it leads me to believe that the citizens don't recognize what the problems are at the Bedford Heights police department, because almost all of these reviews are from the last like three weeks. Right, And these people are getting on here and they are not happy. Uh, Melissa here. Melissa says, whoever is running the police department needs to resign their position. Absolutely atrocious the way they treated their beloved officers. Let's get down to Amber. And we're going to have Amber on the show. Amber says, they took a canine unit from his bonded partner just to prove a point. The canine is old enough to retire. Let him stay with his family that he knows. Completely heartless. Just think of those two kids' hearts you just shattered. If this is how you treat your own, makes me question how you treat your citizens. 
Amber's on fire, dude. But it's the same with Edward Joseph on the Facebook. Um, I'm one of the just channel eight or channel three, just commenting. And you can almost insert either Bedford Heights or North Ridgewell. It sounds like he's talking about the same thing. Where he Parallel says, universe, uh, my friend. Bedford Heights administration <laughs> is obviously showing what kind of work environment they have in a position that many departments are having a hard time filling. Bedford Heights shows that they don't care about their employees or how the decisions affect them. I mean, great way to attract and retain people. What a great place to work. Shameful. No way to treat an employee. CJ on Facebook. This department is a disgrace and should be ashamed of the mismanagement and lack of competent leadership and decision making. What up? Shelly was just easy. I hope the department would do the right thing. You got Danielle, absolutely disgraceful on how you are treating this canine that serves your department until almost retirement age. After all he has given to the citizens there, you rip him from his home and everything he knows. If I was a law enforcement officer in that department, I would run as fast as I could away from your (laughs) district because who knows how you would leave them high and dry. So sad to see grown men and women put pettiness in front of a service dog's last few years of life that have dedicated to your department. Shame. Shame on whoever is running this awful circus. Linda's uh, caring about the family. So unfair to the family and previous officer. Hope that crappy mayor and chief get what they deserve. Well, <laughs> there we go. I mean, you've got, when you look through these comments, it's got to be high 90s, right? No, I think 95. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, you're right. 100%. Probably 99.5. I mean, every now and then the mayor gets on there or the chief gets on there with a fake account. With and it's like, oh, I think the, the chief is doing a fantastic job. You know what? <laughs> Screw that Ryan guy. Yeah. You guys don't know. You guys don't know all the. <laughs> yeah. You don't know the whole story. This chief has dedicated his life to. Yeah, exactly. Right. You do an IP search and like, you know, John Smith is coming back to the yeah. chief's residence. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan wrote me a ticket in 18 and this is my chance to get back at him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Back in exactly 2016, I had a loud stereo and Ryan stopped me. Son of a bitch. Pinch me for a blunt in my ashtray. Pinching nobody for blunts anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so where are we at now, Ryan? What do you think is going to happen? Or do you really I have mean, no idea, dude? Yeah, no, I mean, I really just, I think they doubled down already. I just don't. I don't think they're going to back off it. I think that I really just don't think I'm going to see him again at this point. Um, and I'm just going to have to, you know, go forward. Nah, you'll see him. I hope. <laughs> I'm just, we're hoping. You'll see him. So who runs your department's Facebook page? Chief? Uh, you know, I, I am not sure. We, I know we didn't have one for um, forever. We're really behind the times on that. And just. Um, well, I would I like to say that you guys have quite the following. You have 249 followers, so that's, wow, good job. Nice work. You guys are, Bedford Heights Police Department's really getting their message out. (laughs) It's a relatively new page. I I couldn't tell you who runs it. Um, I assume the chief, because they are saying, please read the attached document regarding the Bedford Heights Police Canine Program from the city of Bedford Heights. Then they say, here they've got Chief Michael Murata's official statement regarding Canine Bosco. Oh, okay, and then they have just screenshots or whatever pictures of the uh, of the letter. Uh, I'm assuming the chief um, has at least something to do with it, because I can yeah. tell you this: I ran our Facebook page, and um, oh, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, I ran our Facebook page, and I have st- I stopped posting about two months before I left because I was like, I can't sell a product I don't believe in anymore. Um, 
chief came to me joking around and he's well kind of joking does he ever joke and he says uh about time for a witty post i said yeah i'm not feeling real witty these days and he goes well i order you to be witty <laughs> okay wow. okay no no he ordered somebody else to put a post up oh about boss about, or about, about uh, leo. leo yeah about leo uh that leo passed away they put a generic post up never mentioned my name never it was oh, oh it was ridiculous it Terrible. was absolutely ridiculous so um and and you still haven't given him his dollar back, you scumbag. Yeah, where's my dollar? And you know what? I don't want it. I well, I thought for sure, and I, you know, I thought for sure they were going to be like, oh, we gave it to you in your last check. I don't want it, my check, bitches. I gave him a dollar. I didn't get. I, I didn't. You didn't get taxed on it. I want my dollar back. Just give me a dollar. That's all I want. Frame it. I already paid. You know, I paid for that dog, and then I got him back. I'm the one that put yeah. him down. And Give he can go in his next to his memorial box in a frame. Yeah, I will too. I'll never spend it. Sons of bitches. God, give me a dollar back. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to bring up old shit. Uh, I'm so mad. Um, all right, so Ryan here, wh- what do you want to say? How do you want to end this thing with you, man? I mean, I know you say you're never, you, you think you're never going to see him again, but I don't yeah, know, I man. Mean, I don't know if the I, city, when's your mayor up for election? So that's another thing. He's not running for re-election oh. in November. Yeah, so that kind of hurts us there. Who's the other? Who's who's running? The <laughs> the, the candidates have to be like, I will not stand for this outrage. Yeah, yeah. You think the um, person coming? I, I think he's running on the post. Is my understanding too? Oh, there he Could is. Could be wrong, but yeah, there he but is on the Facebook page, sitting there next to his. <laughs> Couple new guys, I guess. I don't know who that is. Is that the mayor on the left on your Facebook page? Is that uh, is an older black guy? Yes, that would okay. be him. Yeah, yeah. So he's over there. Doesn't look real happy. Looks like he's like, <laughs> God damn this chief. Chief's over here smiling all big because he's like, nobody can touch me. Uh, yeah, he's got the big. Oh yeah, he's got the big. What is that? Is that a star? Is that an eagle on his epitaph? There. Um, I don't know. Look at me. I'm the chief. Everybody knows you're the chief. You don't have to be a dick. Uh, <laughs> All right, so, um, so, I mean, maybe the chief's going to run for mayor since he's so popular, right? He's so popular, right? Yeah, <laughs> chief's running unopposed for mayor. They're going to be like, well, I don't know. And the first time in United States history, the city does not have a mayor. The chief actually, got, he was running unopposed and got zero votes. We don't know. <laughs> we don't have a mayor right now. We uh, Bosco is the mayor. We yeah. have a dog that's one person wrote in Ryan and Ryan wins. So you're not you're not transferring, bud. I'm pretty sure pretty sure the mayor makes a lot of money. A lot of these mayors are making oh, a pretty God. a pretty good penny. Do you guys have a safety yeah. service director there in Bedford? So he um or Bedford Heights. Don't confuse the two. Yeah, Bedford Heights. Yeah, yeah, Bedford Heights. Um. The mayor is the safety director. Of course he is. Oh. Well, that sounds, uh, it's parallel universe, my friend. Sounds familiar. <laughs> sounds familiar. <laughs> I, had to skip, I had to skip step three because we don't have a safety service director anymore. Oh. I had to go straight to the mayor. Oh. But the mayor did fine for me. Yeah, got to give yeah. him that. Mayor did fine mm-hmm. for me, so I'll give him that. Uh, <laughs> I used to text the mayor all the time. Since I left, crickets. Just wrote me <laughs> off. Wrote mm. me off. I don't know. Whatever. That's cool. Let's invite him on the show. <laughs> you can do a show with him. Now he's not your boss. Yeah. Be like, come on. That's where he is on issue one. Mm. Where are you at on issue one, uh, Ryan? Do you even know what issue one is? No, stop. I don't even want to know. We, we don't have time to edit this thing. Um, all right. So so where, where are our next steps right now? What are we doing? 
I mean, I just, I hope he, I hope we get him back. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm losing, I'm trying to keep hope. I hope I hope I get reunited with him soon. Um, and I just hope this can all put behind me. I was telling my wife and kids yesterday, we went to one of my daughter's best friend's graduations. And I'm like, man, I cannot wait for a month or two in the future until this is all behind me. I'm at my new place, hopefully. And, you know, I don't have to worry about going back into work anymore. Cause it's like, I got to work again Monday. I'm, I don't want to go in there. This is terrible. Oh, I bet you know? it is right now too. Yeah. And it's just like, I just cannot wait for the future until this is all behind me. I really can't. Well, I, lucky for you, the last person that came on our show, that had a GoFundMe. She was at like 40 grand and then she did our show. And then like a month later, she was at 140 grand. I'm yeah. not saying oh, that's wow. going to happen to you. <laughs> exactly. We don't know if we had anything to do with that. Well, you probably did it. Well, so, I'm, I'm just giving you facts. So what, okay. what needs to happen is, although this isn't a Bedford specific uh, thing. I mean, there's people all over the place that are worried about this, but you need to make sure that we get this shared. Don't you do it, but get People you know, people you trust, start sharing this thing all over Bedford. And go um, to the GoFundMe and give a little bit. Let's yeah. get that number up where they where they can't ignore it and be like it's it's yeah. just not it's it's under the threshold of what we need. So, who who has set up these GoFundMe's for you? Obviously, you have not set up your own, right? No, I no, and I I never asked anyone to do that. Um, my my neighbor who um, he plays um him and my son play baseball together. He he did that on his own. Um, he came over last night, gave him a big hug, and he just he's he's just outraged, and you know he's known Bosco his whole life too. Is your neighbor on the GoFundMe with... as the organizer? Yes. Okay. What's yeah. what's your neighbor's name? Uh, Brian Condy. All right. So if you are going to a GoFundMe, if it is not Brian Condy, do not donate. Go to Brian Condy's GoFundMe and donate five bucks, ten bucks, whatever you can give to get this dog back home. Right? Are they letting you at least see the dog, or are they? So that, that's been another thing, too. When I dropped him off, um, I was working that day. He was on station all day. Um, and then, you know, they got this off for Friday. And, um, you know, coworkers were like, hey, he's on station. So I'm like, oh, my God. I got so upset. I'm like, they're, they're going to accept the offer. He's going to come home. And I go into work. And, no, they assigned him to another officer who's just bringing him into work to hang out in the station all day while he works and then take him home with him. Wait a minute. Time. Somebody so, accepted him? N- not just to, to, for his care for not for the time being, not as a uh, oh. Yeah. All right. So, All right. Don't give me names. Someone, someone almost got fucked up. Yeah. Somebody almost got fucked up here. <laughs> don't give me names yet because listen, if you even give me that guy's name, I'm going to be knocking on his door. Like, Hey, it's well, Jim we, from Pod we, Bless America. Yeah. <laughs> Boss is going to go for a ride. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like sons of anarchy walking in here with four dudes with guns out. Like we just want the dog. Just give us the yeah. dog. Everything's cool. Yeah. It just makes it harder too, because I go in there and he sees me and he was playing uh, with one of the other guys. And then he sees me and he, you know, he never drops when he's talking, he never drops his toy, but he sees me turn around, drops it immediately runs to me, you know, not knock me down. We're hugging. We're, you know, he's on the ground and then I hung out for him for like 15 minutes. Then I gotta, I gotta go on the road. He's trying, he doesn't understand why he can't come out on the road with me. He, you know, he's just laying by that, that, that back door. Like, where's he at? You know, it's just, it's heartbreaking seeing this. It makes it even harder now. It's like torture. now. Are they, is that guy, is that on your shift? Is that dog running around the station while you're working? 
Yes, on my shift. Fucking while I'm working, and we had the same days off. Unbelievable. So, so they're work, putting that there. dog. They're putting that dog in the station while you're working, and yes. you cannot convince me that this is not another. You know what? Put him on Ryan's platoon. Are you guys on twelves? No, we. we Oh, that's we got put on. It's another whole story. We got put on rotating eights forever. Now we just finally went back to permanent eights. So you're on eights? Yes, we're on eight hey, hours. Con- congratulations. You guys are in 3% of the police departments across the nation. Um, rotating eights. Yeah. <laughs> rotating every 20 that's, a, days that's another. That is another. This does not affect move. the chief, right? If everybody move. wants 12s, the chief's like, nah, my we're going to put you on eights. Yeah. My call. You're not going to tell me how to, ride, how to run my department, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, it was so he puts, he, he puts him on your shift. So every day you're working, the dog's there. Dog has to see you. Shift yep. change. Dog sees you. You walk out without him. And the dog's like, maybe yep. it's today. Maybe he it's can't today. even, yeah. he can't, what, what shift are you on? Well, I'm on day shift. All right. So he can't even take the dog and put him on afternoons. Nope. Put him on afternoons nope. where he can't see you. Nope. You nope. got to put him there as a final fuck you to Ryan. That's what that yeah, is. Fuck you, Ryan. Hey, here's your dog. You know what? You can't have him, though. Hey, yeah. take a look at him. Nope, can't have him though. Yeah. yeah you know what? I'm actually going to issue a new policy. Everybody has to initial off on and take a test. Uh, the old canine handlers are no longer allowed to touch their dogs or look at them. Ryan, could you initial off on this, please? Yeah. <laughs> Dickhead. And fuck you, Ryan. Dude, that's unbelievable that they bring him in on the same shift when the guy's working. Well, that got you fired yeah. up, huh? Well, what do you yeah. expect the dog? That poor dog. Yeah, he only knows Ryan. He's, he's calling me. He's calling him away, and he's not listening. You know, he's trying to oh, call yeah. him out right now. Oh, dude! Me. Every single time that guy were to call him away, I'd be like, Ah, fooey! Yeah. See here, here, here. Yeah. I'd show up in the training pants. Seriously, <laughs> I'd be throwing <laughs> sleeves around. Yeah, the guy's like, Hey, come here! I'm like, Ah, I'd be throwing the sleeve. Yeah. Hey, get control of your dog, asshole. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dog's out of control. Maybe it needs a handler. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That is unbelievable. That, yeah. out of everything I've heard, that is the most petty shit I've heard so far. That they are going to bring that dog in on the same shift. Don't tell him how to run his department, Jim. You're not going to tell me how to <laughs> run my department. You know what? This guy's going to be like, ah, here's another policy. Everybody has to initial off on and take a test. If anybody sees Jim Larkin or Dan Wilkinson drive <laughs> through this city, I demand a ticket. <clears throat> you know what, chief? I'm coming through on Wednesday. I'm just going to drive around. I dare you. I dare you to stop me. Wow. That's what I say. Okay. That's what I say. Yeah. I hope he does. Well, you know, he's listening. What are they saying about me? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Pod bless America. Sounds like they would probably support me. Yeah, we don't. Dick. You got a chance to make it right. You got yeah, a chance I, to make it right, but it's hard for somebody like that to to backtrack and admit fault. Well, uh-huh. let's, um, let me see here. Where am I? Oh, what's going on? Okay. So, again, uh, real quick, Ryan, just stop me if anything does not apply to your chiefs. Um, the first, uh, first sign that you're a narcissist is that uh, you have an exaggerated sense of self-importance. Mm-hmm. Ryan? Okay. No, no. Uh, number two, a constant need for attention and admiration. Pat on the back. Ryan? Okay. <laughs> uh, number three, the tendency to monopolize conversations. Mm. Ryan? Okay. Uh, number four, a lack of regard for other people's feelings or needs. Ryan? 
Nothing. Okay. okay. Number five, difficulty receiving criticism or regulating behavior. Mm. Ryan? Okay. Uh, is Ryan muted? Ryan, are you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure we didn't hear you. Okay. So we ran this test twice and got the same results. So same results. Pattern. Same results. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know what, I'm not even going to ask you for where they can go to support you because I think all of these online petitions, and I've seen a ton of them, um, online petitions and uh, the GoFundMe, which his name again? Uh, Brian Condy. Brian Condy. If you are going to donate to GoFundMe, make sure it is organized by Brian Condy. All that money is going to go. And what? so what happens now, Ryan? Are, are you just going to take all that money or are you going to oh, donate? What are you going to do with that money? My My... My hope is that, I mean, they accept it and we, we set this new canine handler and a new program up in Bedford Heights property because I want to see the canine program. So wait a minute, you know, you're going to take, take all the money that you get in the GoFundMe and you're going to give it to Bedford Heights in order to get that's a my, new dog? That's my plan, yes. So they can get a new dog based on your GoFundMe that could work potentially for seven years, eight years. Yeah, and you could have and you could have Bosco who may only work for a year or so. Yeah, and then the same exact kennel, the same place that uh, Bosco came from. So there's no, you know, uh, he wasn't trained as well or anything. The same exact place he came because Bosco is he's a highly trained dog. He came from a very um, who was your trainer facility. So who was your trainer? Um, he came from Shallow Creek in Pennsylvania. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, you know I mean, what? I talked to, I talked to people and there's only a couple like we use gold shield down in Columbus <clears> and <throat> I would put up a gold shield dog against any dog out there. But, uh, there's only a few that when people tell me they got their dogs from, I'm like, okay. And Shallow yeah, Creek is one of them. Shallow Creek does a fantastic job. Yeah. And their decoy schools, their decoy schools are incredible. Yeah. I'm mean, actually, I should send you out there and I'll come out there and film it. <laughs> Because you're going to be standing, you're going to be like standing in the water getting smoked by a dog. I mean, smoked. Um, But no, they, they do a great job out there. So, and how much do you need for a new dog? Well, my, um, I had the original invoice from Bosco, my records. He was, I believe, and this includes um, a canine and then the six week school where you, um, you stay, you live there, you know, boarding. Um, it was 13,100, 13,100. Okay. I don't, right. that was 2018. Have you, have you been to the store lately? Um, so five years ago, stakes were pretty reasonable mm-hmm. now, yeah. not so much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what do you think it is now? Have you gotten a, have you gotten a quote from shallow Creek now? Because I can tell you I this, not. our dogs were 14,000 when I got Leo. And now I think they're almost 19,000. Wow. And that's everything. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Um, thanks, Joe Burden. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's why we put 15,000. Definition of America is as as of So you haven't so gotten that, a quote, but so what is your GoFundMe no. up to? It is up to $13,700. And the original nice. goal was about fifteen. The original goal was about fifteen. And, you know, our plan is to deliver that check to the city and say, here you go. You know, I just, I don't know how they turn it down. All right. So even if it's, let's just say we get 13,000 and the city Uh, only has, let's say the dogs are Mm 18,000. You get a Uh brand new dual trained working dog for $5,000. 
thousand dollars. That's a deal. That yeah. is a steal, dude. Steal. And it's like community. It's not even like the people of Bedford Heights had to put like this was a uh, statewide, could yeah. be national that that people put the money together because they understand how important it is for that dog to be home. Yeah, and they're going to have to pay money to retrain Bosco with a new handler. So they'll, they'll do, it's going to be over five thousand dollars if they yeah. retrain Bosco. But that's that's spite money. Are they where are they where are they looking to go? Are they looking to go back to Shadow Creek or Shallow Creek to? Uh... Um, I haven't spoke with them, you know, obviously, but uh, they um, that's where I would guess they'd want to go. God, they, again, they, if I was Shallow yeah. Creek, I'd be like, nope. Oh well, I don't know. That's that's tough. Oh, you know what? If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for everything, my friend. Yeah. And you know, I so where's this dog living right now? Where's Bosco living with that guy? Apparently at the station. <laughs> I, I assume no. I assume he goes home with him every night. Uh, I'm not happy. Listen, I'm not getting your name yet, but I'm not happy with you. <laughs> I am not happy with you. Everybody needs to just stand up and be like, "Nope, I don't want the dog." Chief, you mm-hmm. figure it out. You figure it out. Make the chief make that hard decision. You know, chief's not going to take him home. What you going to do? Put him down? Oh, <laughs> good luck. Holy shit. You think these people are mad now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put down a healthy dog because you don't want to mess with it. You know, yeah. I, man, and I don't know. I, you may be friends with the guy. I I got a bad taste in my mouth right now. Oh, especially that putting him on a day shift thing got you oh, riled man. up, dude. Dude, that's the worst thing you can do. Worst thing you can do. If you're going to take that dog away to put him where he sees who he's lived his whole life with every day, oh, it's disgusting. To torture, to attack. It is. To. It is. It is absolutely. I mean, I told you about uh, about Leo when I would go to work. I mean, he was depressed. He was like, "You're you're doing it again, aren't you?" Depressed. Freaking leaving me. Legit depressed. I mean, yes. he did nothing but laid around for six weeks. I mean, he was not the same dog. Mm. Um, no, that is absolutely horrible. What he's doing to that dog right now, just in spite of you, it it should be criminal. It should be. Um, and how much longer does it have to sit on the sidelines? Yeah, maybe forever. Yeah, my understanding is and um, that they don't have an opening because you'd have to go back to the same facility he came from because, you know, he was trained on those commands and all that. My understanding is they don't have an opening until September for um, to get him in for retraining with a new handler. So, I mean, that's... Pre-training, a seven-year-old dog who's getting gray around the muzzle. They're like, why is this dog back here? He's got hip prop. Is he a shepherd? Yeah, he's a purebred German shepherd. Got any dysplasia issues? So you're starting to notice, you know, he's starting to really slow down. Um, You know, he's starting to make that uh, when he gets up and goes down. So it's starting. You know what? And when they start that, that is the start of them saying, I don't want to go to work today. You know what? Yeah. I just I, I want to stay home. But now you're going to yeah. send him to the most strenuous training that he could possibly go to with initial training with another guy, and you're going to put him back on the road. I mean, take a take a 65, 70 year old guy and say, "All right, you're the low guy at the steel mill." Yeah, no, they do that these days because people can't afford health care. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> right. So come on down to the steel mill and check it out. Uh, They're doing it. They're doing all it. All right, we got to get him out of here, Ryan. Man, we appreciate you being here. We're going to follow up with you on this thing. Um, especially after you get your conditional offer and you can talk a little more freely because after you yeah. get your conditional offer, we're lighting shit on fire, bro. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. Oh, no. And talk more freely. No, for sure. Um, I called you. You got my number. Keep in touch. 
Um, if there's anything that you need put out there, get in touch, man. We got. I really, really got, appreciate help ta- vending and talking about it. Oh, it really but helps. I'll I'll warn you like I warn everybody else. We got your number. If you get a call from like a, at like eleven thirty, we may be on live on Facebook. Just so you okay. know. And Jim might be like, "Hey, we're gonna see what's going on with him," and I'll be like, "Don't call him. He's probably <laughs> sleeping." And then he's gonna call you anyway. The amount of calls I've received have been unbelievable. All right. Well, listen. People. Do not like most people. Do not put us in. Do not answer. Actually, put in there always answer so that when we call you, answer the phone. But that's what it is. Dogs and kids, man. You see people come to the defense of dogs and kids yeah. all the time. Yeah, for sure. And and as well as it should be. So we we yeah we thank you for coming on. Um, you know, gonna look for this episode to drop tomorrow. Tomorrow at six a.m. Okay. I'll send you the link. Okay, I appreciate it, guys. All right, brother. All, All right. right, man, we'll be in touch. All right, thank All you. Right. Yeah, take All care, right. brother. All right, bye. Thanks, bye. Dude, that is fucked up. They brought that dog in on the same ship that guy works. And, that I, is... and I never understand, like, the, the, the little intricate things that, that go along with it. I just, like, okay, you got a dog, it's a dog. Okay, it's home, it's at work. But when you start putting that little peddly shit in there, or, or the other things that he can do to make it harder for him. Someone needs punched. Dude. <laughs> Brings that dog in on the same shift. He has to see him every day. Yep. I'd Are be you kidding? Him. I'd be like. I'm going to have you rolling on the floor. Like, tell me not to. Dude, that's the worst. Ugh. Seriously, nothing affected me as much as that. Well, that and the. Bullshit $10,000 that he was going to own for driving his car back and forth. Get the fuck out of here. That's a lot of dough. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, hey, you don't have ten grand? Make this lawsuit go away. You know what? That's dirty shit, man. This lawsuit ain't about you, mm-hmm. chief. It's about what's owed to Ryan. He's not attacking you personally. He's going for what what is his. You know the rules. You know FLSA. And if you don't, then you're derelict in your duty. You know FLSA, and you're taking advantage of your canine handlers. And when he comes to you for what is owed to him, just roll over, say, I was wrong, and pay the man. But nah, you can't do that, right? No, nobody's going to tell me how to run my department. Fuck. Here's a little side note. Remember Nathan Bryson, the guest that we had that went to Ukraine? He, um, it's been a little while now, but he accepted a position as a canine handler in Nome, Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) for who for gnome pd yeah for the city it's two weeks on two weeks off they work two weeks Mm -hmm. oh wow it's like a fireman's schedule yeah well not even i mean they're two weeks on on, two weeks off 24 on 48 off oh yeah i'm not sure what it is but it seems like it's you know he made that decision he's got to be there for a certain amount of time and it's uh and you know i hope he's doing well up there i know he's still listening to the show you got to, man, what a, what a life changer. Let's go to the North Pole and work for a little while. With a, with Dude, a no. Alaska's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, but on his two weeks off, he still gets to make it come home, and we'll see him down at the hunting property and stuff. So, Damn, who pays for that? I mean, that ain't, I, a, got, cheap, that ain't a cheap whip, dude. No, but, I mean, to, to work that kind of hours, uh, you know, up there, I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm pretty sure they're not paying twenty seven fifty an hour. <laughs> What are they paying? I, I bet they're know. paying less than that. They can't. They got to be paying some. Dollars. I don't know, dude. I feel like Noam Alaska is like, hey, look, come be a policeman for thirteen twenty-five an hour. <laughs> then, then we'll give you a ration of blubber. 
<laughs> a blubber. To, to eat your own. <laughs> We're going to give you a, a free baby seal every month to beat to death. Jesus Christ. What? Nobody does that anymore. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, God. Well, I don't have any jokes because this is not a joking matter. No. And listen, we're going to, uh, we'll figure out all the uh, petitions and the GoFundMe. We'll post it on our page. Um, by we, I mean Dan. Um, we'll post it on our page for tomorrow so you guys can go and you can check it out and donate to them. Donate whatever you can. Maybe Pod Bless will put up a little donation there. And make sure you share the show today when you guys hear it. It's got to get out yeah. there. People got to hear his side of the story. I know he's not doing a ton of interviews. Uh, I'm glad he came on our show to do it. Yeah, for sure. And make sure you guys are sharing this one. Uh, just kind of like the bus driver. You know, it's a local it's a local guy who's doing a good job. And he's really getting fucked over here. So, And shout out to all the people that commented and, and spoke their truth on it. Yeah. And whether it's the Facebook. I want what's her name the, on here. Actually, it was Amber. But I think there's this other girl that I... Who was it? Oh, Danny L. The one that went to town on him, huh? Absolutely disgraceful on how you're treating this canine that served your department until almost retirement age. After all, he's given to the citizens there. You rip him away from his home and everything he knows. Right. If I was a law enforcement officer in that department, I would run as fast as I could away from your district because who knows how you would leave them high and dry. So sad to see the grown men and women put pettiness in front of a service dog's last few years of life. This is my favorite part right here. That de- dedicated it to your department. Shame. <laughs> it's like, is it all caps? Shame all on caps? whoever is running this awful circus. Circus. Damn. All right. Well, <laughs> no. we'll, we'll comment in the link with her to let her know that we got it, and, and maybe she can talk about it. It's, we're going to be like, hey, what do you do? And she's going to be like, I work at the animal shelter. Yeah. <laughs> she's probably yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm the chief secretary. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, all right. Do you got any uh, last parting words from anybody that uh, – has any sense about them? Yeah. Uh, we always have last parting words from anybody who has sense about them. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Wait. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. That's leadership. That's leadership. It's an effective strategy.
Try to keep UK nines out of the freaking news from here forward. Thanks a lot, Circleville. <laughs>